What's good, people who live in the world and not of the world? How we doing today? Positive vibes from this side of the earth, as always. Man, um, it's good to be back. And I don't know if y'all noticed, but it's just me, myself, and I today. I told the crew they can have a little break. You know, they can take a little sabbatical. <laughs> you feel me? Um, I'm just, you know... um decided i was thinking over some things and you know the podcast has been going on for i think about two years now two years and some change um and you know i'm really um proud of the work that i personally put in and my team has put in and um we are definitely not done and we haven't reached the ceiling yet but you know i was definitely thinking back to a time where it was just me, myself, and I, and the things that I used to talk about, you know, and um, I've heard a couple of people, you know, who listen to the podcast religiously say that, you know, I really, I really enjoyed when you were talking about, you know, the, the spiritual type stuff, the encouraging stuff, energy, all that, and so, you know, I've been pondering on that, and I've really been like, you know, maybe I should... Um, I don't want to say go back, but incorporate that into what we have, you know? So, um, I'm thinking about doing like every other week having like a, um, uh, I don't know what to call it, but like a reflection podcast, you know, like, um, we'll still, we'll still have our, you know, our interactive with the four guys, with the crew, with the black market crew. We'll still have that, but I want to incorporate this as well because I feel like this is a part of, if not healing, because I don't want to go as far as to say this is healing, but um, I want to say reflecting, more reflecting simply because, you know, we're sharing what we've been through and what we're seeing in today's age and we're comparing and contrasting and we're doing different things like that. So, you know, if you personally consi consider this healing, that is such an honor to me. Like, you don't know how much that makes me feel to be able to provide that type of energy for somebody to be to to be healed from my words. Like, that's it's insurmountable. It's crazy. Like, like I said, if you, if y'all feel that way, now, if y'all don't feel that way, it's no skin off my bones. You know what I'm saying? Just keep listening and we going to keep rocking. You know, I just appreciate y'all for lending y'all ears to me, you know, and, and average Joe, you know, you feel me? So, um, let's get into it, y'all. Man, it's so much that has happened since, you know me having a one-on-one a, a -on -one with y'all and just really talking to y'all in this type of manner um and it's it's i'm trying to figure out where to start i'm not overwhelmed but you know being back to this 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 um this form of doing the podcast is it's nostalgic to me and i gotta I, i'm i can't lie i'm smitten i'm smiling and shit I can't lie to y'all, um, but like I said, where to start, where to start, where to start, um, 
Man, so, okay, let's start with energy. I know we haven't necessarily talked about energy in a while, and I don't, I kind of felt like I left y'all high and dry, um, but I did leave y'all some keys of knowledge. Hopefully, everybody is protecting their energy still and still going, you know, forward with um, reevaluation and regenerating themselves and like I said, protecting your energy, which is very important, especially nowadays, because people are just people are, are of their own agenda. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when you're not transparent with your agenda, that's when you be you uh, begin to steal energy. You know, um, for me personally, and I believe I've told you guys this before. I I am a transparent person simply because I've been in situation where I've been manipulated. You know, I've been bamboozled. I've been smitten. You know, I've been befuddled because I thought, you know, it was what it was, but it wasn't, you know. So as, as we learn to protect our energy, we got to understand that it's okay to send people through hoops and loops and you know test them test people see where they stand at with you you know i'm gonna do this certain thing don't and i'm not encouraging to do anything crazy like anything that's just outlandish i'm not encouraging that like oh um cut yourself for me like no i'm not talking about that i'm talking about like as far as you know certain things that would be considered extra you're doing it because you want to see where this person stands with you, you know, um, and that's always important right now. We just, we just, um, uh, we, we recapping y'all. I know, like I said, we haven't talked about this type of stuff in a, a cool minute. So we just refreshing, you know, we just getting caught back up. So y'all, like I said, we protect your energy. It's okay to Put some obstacles in a person's way to see where they stand with you. You always want to encourage a person to to be transparent as far as like if if we are um, dealing with each other in a date dating type of manner. Because speaking on dating, Valentine's Day just passed, y'all. Um, shout out to the people who are truly in love. And truly love somebody and enough to show them that type of attention. Shout out to y'all. Um, shout out also to the the single people that are you know. Shout out to the people who are you know good where they at as far as like I'm not really looking for something. And shout out to the people who are being diligent, waiting, you know, seeing what's truly out there, sticking to their guns. And not letting anything shake their foundation. Shout out to them. Shout out to everybody, you know. Um, whatever you want, whatever you need, it's out here for you. Understand that. You just have to be patient and be honest and be true. Because it's going to meet you right where you at. And that's the, the honest to God truth. But anyway, like I said, Valentine's Day just passed. And, you know... Um, I was talking to one of the females I know and we were having this discussion 
And it ended up turning into a debate about how Valentine's Day is not about love. It's not a holiday that is, you know, it's not a holiday that's foundation stands on what it's supposed to be about. Valentine's Day is not about, you know, love. It's not about, you know, I'm showing you my appreciation for you. It's really not about that. And I'm not saying I'm against Valentine's Day. Understand that. I'm saying that it doesn't represent what we think it represents. What it truly represents is the satisfaction of women in social media. And I'll explain it to you. Um, when you see Valentine's Day, when you know Valentine's Day is coming up, besides you seeing the men, you know, running in, getting last minute gifts or doing this, that, and the third, you see, um, the product of it on social media. So a lot of it is just to show people like, oh, this is what he's doing for me on valentine's day you know this is what he did for me today and it's a fantasy and i'll be 100 honest with you and i'm not saying i'm not saying that nobody loves their their girl or their fiance or wife beyond this day but what i'm saying is that it's a holiday that um takes the mindset of a woman to the next level so Valentine's Day is February what 14th, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. And it's one day out of the year, 365 days out of the year, you have this day called Valentine's Day, February 14th. You know, it's it's an anticipated holiday, of course. And from my knowledge, it's a one-sided holiday. Now, shout out to the women who, you know, go out their way to also get their man a gift besides a piece of ass you know um now if you you love a piece of ass every every 15th i mean every 14th of february hey more power to you i ain't even mad at you dog but what i'm saying is you know we come to this this realization that you know i didn't get you Matter of fact, let me just explain how the um, the debate went. So I, I told this particular female, I said, hey, Valentine's Day is a day for, you know, the satisfaction of women in social media. She said, no, it's not. I said, Valentine's Day doesn't incorporate actual love, you know, um, because I could do something. I could do something every day, 364 days of the year but on valentine's day february 14th i don't get you anything i don't do anything special for you and you'll straight up turn your nose up at me and talk about do i even love you now there now i'm not saying this is every woman but there are some women out there like that that don't receive anything and they just act a plump fool and it's like it's confusing because you have done everything every single day of the year. You have showed your um, gratitude, your love, your appreciation for this person, your significant other, and for them to pout and to be upset with you and question your love 
for them just because you didn't do something with for them on this day because everybody else is posting you know about this that and the third of what they got the rose petal runway and the you know the 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 flowers and bullshit like that it's like yo like that's crazy to me and i honestly feel like that's that's mighty disrespectful that's not minuscule that's mighty disrespectful because you're more so worried about the image rather than you know the actual love so that's why you know valentine's day it it it's it's a it's weird you know like um like i said i indulge in it you know i can't i'm not gonna sit here and lie to you and tell you like oh i'm completely against valentine's day but you know i'm what i'm saying is that let's not confuse ourselves by saying you know uh oh this person loves this person so much because they did this that and the third I'm like, well, that you can do that any day, honestly. And, you know, we just have to understand that. And, and you got to just see it for what it is. And it may be hard for the ladies to see because, like I said, social media plays a big part in your guys' perspective. That's why you have to um, draw yourself away from social media and see a different outlook. You know, um we have those people we have different type of people on on valentine's day we have the people that saying no fuck love fuck love you know the niggas that been hurt or the niggas that feel like they gonna end up alone and they can't find nobody <laughs> and then you have the people that are um that are like uh are i say they're in the gray area where they're like you know i hope i receive something maybe from a they sneaky link or somebody they messing with on the side you know they like the i i call them i i maybe call them the exposers you know the feel like the person that feels like they deserve something for being a sneaky link but you know that nigga has a a main dish that he going to and he dropping flowers and this that and the third off too so then there's the people who are fully invested into the day you know um they know for a fact they're receiving something everybody is is benefiting from this day everybody feels some type of way about this day me personally i'm single um you know i got i ain't gonna lie to y'all pieces here and there uh whether they want to say it or not it, it is what it is um but I'm not into, I don't know, like, I just don't see Valentine's Day, um, especially, like, if I'm not committed to anybody, I don't see it as an obligation, and that's just facts. Like, if I'm not obligated to you, as far as, like, being in a relation, relationship or exclusively dating with you, I don't see the purpose of getting you a gift. And I mean, you may think differently, but you know, we can, we can debate about that. But yeah, like I said, Valentine's day is not a day dedicated to love. It's really not y'all. So please don't be confused. If your significant other didn't get you anything, um, make sure that it's not just because they didn't want to, 
um, make sure, you know, they maybe they didn't have it. Maybe, you know, they was running short. Maybe something else was more important than, you know, dedicating that money to a, a Valentine's Day gift. But if it's a legitimate reason, like, okay, I didn't get you anything, but this person consistently shows you affection, love, attention, all that, you know, besides this one day, you good. Don't worry about it. Don't don't ever question that man. If that man has done more for you than any other man in your life, don't question that man. You know, but anyway, and like I said, once again, shout out to the ladies that actually reach out and do something for their their significant other rather than thinking it's a one-sided holiday, you know? Um, y'all going the extra mile. You know, if y'all don't, y'all don't. Like I said, if your man okay with ass, he okay with ass. But if, you know, you, you know, do the extras, shout out to y'all. So now that we got that out the way, um, what's next, man? There's so much to talk about. So much to talk about. Um, I guess since we're in the month of February, Black History Month, Black History Month to me is just, you know, um, as I was growing up, um, I knew I was black and never denied that I was black, but I don't feel like I was prideful. You know, I didn't have that pride of being black. And now that I'm older, I'm 26, birthday coming up, gonna be 27, April 17th. Y'all remember that? Shout out to the GOAT. I he said I'm not the go, but I fit the description. Shout out to little baby man. But um, now that I'm older, I have a pride about being black. And you know, um, I remember. Shout out to my boy Randall. When we were in high school, he always used to be like, "Oh, I'm I'm Mexican. I'm from uh, I think his people were from like Zacatecas." And he always used to be, like, super prideful with it, super prideful with it. And, you know, I didn't understand it when I was younger. In high school, freshman year, I was like, bro, like, it's cool. Like, why are you why are you doing that? Like, you're doing too much. And now that I'm older, I see it different. You know, um, of course, he doesn't do it anymore. And I, I'm sure he's proud to be Mexican. But, you know, thinking back on that and looking back on that, it inspired me because it's like you're proud to be who you are and you're aware that that cannot be changed no matter what you do. You know, no matter no matter how hard you try, you're going to be looked at as for what you are, you know, and. A lot of people talk about, and I mean, I'm like I said, I like to be a realist and transparent. I can't stand when certain people say this cliche stuff like, oh, I don't see color. You do see color. And we all do. But how we go about it is different. You know? Um, and everything I understand is based off your, your traumas and what you've been through. And some sometimes they're just based off of what the narrative is. If you see the, the narrative on, you know, the news, social media, 
you begin to let that affect you personally. And I get it. I get it because there's a stigma and there's still a stigma about black people that black people are dangerous and, um, you know, they're this, that, and the third and whatnot. And, you know, it, it's 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 crazy that this still carries on into this day and age. We're in 2022. Shout out to the people that made it. Um, God bless the people that didn't. You know, but it's just crazy that we're still in this this type of mindset. But me personally, I've come to the realization that it's it's not going to it's not going to go away. It's going to be covered and then certain situations will uncover it, but it's up to us to notice that, to always be on guard, you know, um, and I'm not talking about like be on the defensive, but when I say be on guard, listen to pe what people are saying, because um, me being a person who uh, is in retail, or dealing with phones, whatever, whatever the situation is. I deal with a lot of different variations of people, race, nationality, gender, all that. And, you know, for some reason, Caucasian people, white folk, they always have this, this tendency to, I call it a comfortability level because the more you're helping them like in my situation the more i'm helping them and as long as the process takes they're built their their comfortability level is building and that comfortability level allows them to feel like they can say certain things to you or ask you certain things and being a black person i notice this a lot you know when i'm uh when i'm helping somebody with a phone and they're a Caucasian male or female. And, you know, we, you know, because sometimes situations may take over an hour or two. And y'all sitting there, it's like, I guess they feel like might as well get personal. So they feel like they're, it's comfortable enough to ask you certain things, especially pertaining to your, the color of your skin. You know, and a lot of times white folk will be like, oh, before um, before they say something that can potentially be offensive, they always say, I'm not racist. I'm not racist or I'm not prejudiced or something, something to that extent. I'm not racist, but so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. And it's like, yo, like, why do you even want to have this type of conversation like yes i'm i'm calm i'm educated enough to have a a civilized type of conversation with you and you know from what you've assumed that i would act like i act completely opposite of what you thought i would act like so you feel like oh let me ask him this or let me let me can i get you know some type of information i don't know but it's to me it, it's it has a certain type of degree of disrespect because 
it almost seems like oh um this one's civilized enough to uh that i can talk to let me ask him why do y'all people be acting like this or why this that and the third and you know being being it you know at your workplace you can't say everything you want to i have found avenues to express myself in a proper way in a um you know an appropriate way that i can kind of shut that person down but there's times where you like man <laughs> i want to say some shit to this nigga but mm, you lucky like let me just get your phone you know pop it and you can get the fuck out of my face because that's not appropriate to say especially to me i don't know what type of type of black person you thought i was but understand i'm the exact opposite i'm the type that will get to you get with you excuse me and let you know like i'm not the right one i'm not the right one because if i were to clock out and you know be on a customer's level it'd be a whole different subject but it's the fact that you know these people gain this comfortability to ask you certain things and it doesn't sit right with me. I don't, I don't fuck with it. You know, it's times where I really want to pop off and I'm like, I I just can't, I have to act a certain way. And not the fact that I have to act a certain way. It's the fact that I'm an adult. You know, um, childish things were for when I was younger. I have to find a way, a better way, how to articulate my words and educate this person and you know shut them down a better way i can't just motherfucker like fuck you and you know y'all white and i can't do that that's not appropriate you know that falls on deaf ears so um and speaking for everybody i i know i know we have those definitely we have those moments to where like we want to lose it and be like you know what fuck this like you and your bitch ass and you know we want to i understand that but we have to act in a way that's appropriate especially especially if you at the workplace if you at the workplace i encourage that you you don't risk your um your source of income it's definitely not work worth it a lot of times if I, I, I hear some disrespectful or somebody trying to do something crazy, I walk away. I walk away like that's my, my best weapon. I just I like you won't you gonna you won't get belligerent. I'm just gonna walk the fuck off, you feel me? Like I ain't gotta say a goddamn thing to you. Oh, you're just gonna walk off. Hell yeah. That shit ain't I don't that's not feasible for you to be talking to me like that. Nigga, you don't pay me. Fuck out of here. So, you know, we have to find different avenues and different ways how to handle things, you know, because um, people already have this stigma of us. And like I said, I walk with my head high, proud to be black, you know. Um, and I, let me get a little deeper into this. I... I've come to the, the, I don't know if I want to say realization, for lack of better words, 
I'm going to say realization. I've come to the realization that I'm black. And I don't mean like I've come to the realization that I'm black. I identify myself as black. I do not identify myself as African American. And though that's what I may be labeled as, I don't identify as that. When people ask me, are you mixed with anything or so-and-so, so-and-so? I'm like, I'm not, I'm black. <laughs> because I have heard so many things and seen so many um, things that, where people use, and like I said, for lack of better terms, the, the black card, inconvenience. And it really upsets me. Like, it when I tell you it grinds my fucking gears, it does because the same people who have categorized us as, you know, um, the N-word and this, that, and the third, and the same people who have, you know, put us in bondage doesn't see you as what you identify yourself as. And, you know, I'm not saying, let me, let me get it to y'all. I'm not saying that you can't identify as your nationality and that's 100% fine. But when you differentiate yourself and act like you don't associate with us, that's the fucked up part. I had heard on a podcast, it was on YouTube, how, and I mean, I've never, you know, I'm still learning my lineage and history about everything and the connectivities of everything and you know people from people from nationalities that we would consider black you know you like yeah they black them is some niggas there you hear their perspective and they don't even touch base with us they're saying stuff that's on the level of uh a Caucasian male or female that's that's like KKK ish. It's like whoa, like y'all feel that type of way, you know? If y'all hear certain stuff like off that specific, you know, YouTube slash podcast, that was that was crazy, you know. Hearing that they just calling us, you know, when I see a black person, I automatically think of failure or that or I see a black kid that's a future robber or you know that's a future murderer this stuff they're saying and it's it's crazy it is real crazy and you know from from Africans to you know Ethiopians and you know uh, what else um Dominicans it's like Y'all can have it. That's how I feel personally. And it's just from hearing all this stuff and, you know, certain people using the black, the black term and card inconvenience. Everybody use it, especially when it comes to that N word, that the nigga using the word nigga. Everybody will use it inconvenience. I was at a, I was at the club. And we, me and my boy Art, we do this thing called clean house. After, you know, the club lets out, 
you know, um, it's a boulevard they full of full of things that came out of other spots and they just roaming down the street. So, you know, we see what we like, go ahead and talk to them. That's neither here or there. That's not the important part. So, um, me seeing something that I like, went up, talked to it, spit, spit my game, everything copacetic, going good, even kill. And she's waiting for her friends. Her And she's Hispanic. She, her friends are Hispanic. Her friends pull up and the first thing this fool do is say, nigga, this nigga, something, something, nigga, nigga, nigga. And I was like, yo, bro, like, chill with that. Like, you low-key offending me like that. And he was like, oh, no, no, we all the same. Like, we're really not. And I understand, like, y'all may associate yourselves, but y'all got to understand what I'm saying. I no longer do that anymore because of the convenient factor. You know, when shit hit the fan, everybody not black no more. Everybody that didn't listen to the black music, talk talk in a black type of uh, style, dressed in a black type of style, you know, whatever that listen to the black music, when shit hits the fan, you drop all that. And I can't rock with it. I can't fuck with it because my skin my natural my soul my heart is black my soul my heart my mind my body my skin is black and i can never change that about myself but what you got but the other people out there what the avenue they have is to say Oh, no, I'm not black. I'm Dominican. Oh, I'm not black. I'm Ethiopian. And that's a cover. It's a cover. It, it definitely is. And the fact that you call you, you know, you don't identify. And like I said, it's cool. You know, um, there are certain things that are asked when people ask you what you are, you know, what what I am. I'll be like, I'm black. Oh, but are you mixed with anything? Now, if you go into depth, you know, I'll let you know, like, I got a little this, that in me. But all in all, I'm black. I'm a black man. I'm not an African-American. I can't do that because there's a division between within that as there is in every race, nationality type of deal. There's... um colorism everywhere you know this don't like this guatemalans don't like mexicans mexicans don't like puerto rican you know stuff like that africans don't like blacks you know ethiopians uh, it, dominicans it's it's a whole bunch of division within the household so what i'm doing is protecting my energy and i can't personally stand with nobody that don't stand with me. That's just how I rock. Drake said no new friends. And and that's just the deal. Like we have to understand that. And for everybody else that don't consider themselves black, what you have to understand is if your skin is dark, brown, whatever, they're they gonna call you a nigga. For my 
Ethiopians, for my Dominicans, Haitians, anybody who can be identified as black, they're going to call you a nigga before anything. They're not going to be like, oh, that's a, um, that's a Haitian nigga. That's an Ethiopian nigga. No, that's a nigga. Period. That's a light-skinned nigga. That's a dark-skinned nigga. That's a nigga. So, that's, that's, you know, like I said, I, I, I don't mean to be ignorant, but honestly, that's just how it is. And I, you know, if you, if you show me you rock with the, you rock with the movement, okay, I can, I can fuck with you. But as soon as I see you, you switch up, I'm like, yo, like, I don't fuck with that. I can't fuck with people who say they with me, then they not. Like, like I said, I understand, you know, the nationality, the, the lineage, the roots. That's fine. But when you play the fence, you straddle the fence, I can't fuck with that. And that's like, that's that. That's that. Like I said, y'all can debate me. Y'all know where to find me. Y'all can definitely debate me on that. You know, I'm just encouraging people to be proud. I want you to be proud. You know, I'm not saying if you everything else, Dominican, African, whatever. I'm not saying that you can't be prideful in what you do, but don't straddle no fences. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. If you don't like me because I'm I'm this, please show me that you don't like me because I'm this. I'm cool with that. Like my dad said, I'd rather them niggas show me in my face rather than show up behind my back where I can't see. And that's just how it is. So for that situation, that's how we rock. Like I said, if you don't hate me, debate me, y'all. Y'all know how I y'all know how I be. And um, so moving on from that, let's get into the self-reflection. I feel like this is um, this is one of the most important parts simply because we live in a microwave generation. And as well as y'all, you know, um, I do, too. And as well as y'all make mistakes, I make mistakes. You know, um, I'm not saying I make minuscule mistakes. I make big mistakes, big mistakes. Some mistakes, you know, I've made in my personal life to where I was like, yo, like somebody help me out of this instead of, you know, taking it upon myself to figure it out. I was looking for the, the, the handout quick, quick. As soon as I fell, I was, I had my hand up. Who gonna help me? Who gonna help me? But we got to understand that if there is always help, there is no lesson. And I don't mean that nobody can teach you a lesson. Is that some things stick with you when you learn them to yourself. Like, I believe I've used this analogy before, but for my new people and for the 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 people that's coming back and just need a refresher it's like that touching the fire you know analogy your parents tell you the fire is hot it's gonna burn you it's gonna hurt you know some of us in life could understand what our parents said and was like yo like okay 
I ain't trying that they said it hurt. Fuck that. I ain't touching that shit. <laughs> you got me fucked up. But some of us, like myself, needed to touch the fire simply because <laughs> it's I I don't have the scientifics on it. Maybe the way our brain works. Um me personally being a right hander, being an Aries. Not that that matters, but it's beautiful to say. Um, the way I operate is just that I'm more of a hands-on type of person. So, you know, um, a lot of my experience in, in my personal life, I've learned from going through it. You know, physically going through that situation to where, you know, I'm enduring the actual pain of touching the fire. Instead of, you know, getting that secondhand information of hearing somebody and seeing their scars. No, I had to have scars of my own. And yes, as far as this could be detrimental as a lot of times in my my life, it it worked against me. And at first hand, it worked against me because, like I said, I was receiving all the negative effects of the wrongdoing that I did. But in the long haul, it taught me something as far as like how to deal with this, that, and the third or to recognize this, that, and the third. And to also share it with y'all. You know, I got friends that, you know, ask me of certain things because they know I've been there, done that. And I, I always share my knowledge, you know, um, I don't mind sharing my knowledge, but what I'm learning too, and like I said, for the leaders out there and for the people who don't mind listening to people rant and get shit off their chest, we have to understand that, and I've learned this too. I've learned this of recently. This is recently. So with when you have people that confide in you, and tell you all this, this, you know, share their emotions with you. One thing I've learned to do, like I said of recently, is to ask, do you want me to listen? Or do you, you know, or are you looking for me to provide a solution for your problem? And this works great in relationships as well. It, primarily, it works great in relationships simply because like we have gone over before women are problems uh problem staters men are problem solvers so when you have your your woman you know coming to you with the the t the earl gray you you like okay like i said naturally as a man you like okay so what the like if old girl your baby girl come in there like oh you know sarah did this sarah didn't you know Wooty wooty wop, and your mindset is like, okay, what the fuck did you do to Sarah? If Sarah got in your face, what the fuck did you do? Oh no, I just wooty wop, wooty wop. So you just talking about it now? You didn't do shit, and you finna you finna talk to me about it. After you talk to me, you gonna talk to your girls. Then you gonna talk to your mama. Then you gonna talk to God. <laughs> it's like, but you're not solving anything. Sarah still. You know, going to do this, that, and the third. 
at the end of the day and you're just over here just you know talking a problem out so as a man naturally we're a problem status i mean problem solver excuse me and a lot of the time when we are dealing with women a lot of the time they don't want a solution crazy as it seems crazy as it seems as i say that like i'm even thinking like yo what the fuck <laughs> a lot of women do not want a solution and you gotta remember that put that as a notch in your belt they just want you to listen and i you know i ain't gonna say all women but there's some women out there that that want you to provide a solution to their problem. You know, it it all depends on what type of woman you're dealing with. But majority of the time, they just want you to listen. They want you to listen and be engaged. Because when you start to when you start to add suggestions for solutions, I think I, I'm not necessarily sure you know this is more from a woman's perspective um, and this is just me trying to understand it which is crazy but um, you know a lot of the time they just want to know that you're listening you know they confide in you because they love you they trust you and you're that person there for them so when you just providing solutions you're not truly engaged into what they're saying to you. You're just more trying to fix it. You know, but um, it's it's crazy how that works. Like I said, and that's why we're to totally two different species. We're male and female because women have a certain way of handling things. Men as well. So um, that's one thing that I feel like is super important, y'all. Incorporate that in your relationships when you deal with women, whether it's a friend, you know, or, you know, whatever. Before you truly get, before you truly dive into some Earl Grey that they got for you, ask them, like, okay, love, let me ask you a question. Is this something you want me to, you know, involve myself in as far as a solution? Or do you want me to just, you know, lend my ear to you? Because I can do both. I'm adaptable. Like, I'm quite above average. Like, I got it in my kit. Like, baby girl, don't doubt me. Like, I does this, you know? Yeah? <laughs> Guru Lahima in the building. But, um, yeah, incorporate that, y'all. I guarantee it's going to add a different dynamic to your relationships because it doesn't add on that stress of like, you know, she telling me this, I want her to solve it, that stress of pushing her to solve it. And it del deletes that stress of her, you know, not being able to tell you anything and just feel like you just, you just want her to do it your way or however they see it. But that's super important, y'all. That's super important. Like I said, I just learned that. So um, I will be incorporating that into everything, you know, everything, friends, family. If I ever get in a relationship again or if I'm just dealing with a female, you know, that's 
what I'm gonna incorporate more into my whole my whole spiel. You feel me? So um do that. What else I had something else for y'all. Um shit is slipping my mind. Um shitty shit shit shit. Mmm damn I lost it but we can stay on energy. So I hope y'all are still meditating. I'ma be honest with y'all, I fell off of meditation. Um temptation is a son of a bitch, son bitch. It truly is in these um you know these these proclivities of the world is just crazy. You know, um excuse me. It's just, you know, as we try to stay focused, and I believe they said, what, it's two weeks to build a habit as we're in the process of that, something else happens to knock us off our game, and that's why I feel like it's important to kick this back up, simply because it allows us to regain focus. You know, I consider y'all a a community, a co coalition mm, I say more of a co- community I don't want to say coalition but a community as far as like you know we should be checking up on each other we should be making sure that we're on this that and the third so as we go through things we sharing it and we're um, allowing each other to to learn from our mistakes you know, um, I always uh, used to explain that mistakes don't always just happen one time. Mistakes happen a couple of times and they may disguise themselves as something else just to make sure you learn from your mistake. You know, so we got to be on our P's and Q's, you know, with everything going on and distracting us from what we need to do. And I like I said, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'll be the first motherfucker to tell y'all I'm distracted. I didn't see so many like y'all know my kryptonite. I have temptation is my worst enemy. I ain't never fought a boss like this before. <laughs> and it's just it plays it plays on you so easily like and me personally, I have a desire and a um, a passion for women. So, you know, this one come by, take my attention. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. You know, I wasn't even on this. But it's the fact of we get distracted and we we allow the distractions to overwhelm us and take over us. So that's why... Like in the Bible says when two two or three are gathered, you know, but if we stay a community, we can overcome these things and we can remind each other and, you know, stronger in numbers. So as I try to encourage myself to get back on the ball and do these certain things that, you know, made me feel better. And that's the crazy part, too. When you were doing these things consistently, you felt better. Then you stopped. 
because you thought it would roll over like some track phone minutes. But when you notice it didn't roll over, you got comfortable again. So we got to be that that recurring situation that's always like, yo, get on the ball or yo, meditate. Excuse me, man. Um, but we got to get back to it, y'all. We got to get back to a space of spirituality, meditating, and understand that meditation, there's so many more forms of meditation. Prayer is a form of meditation. Um, focusing on your breathing is a form of meditation. Yoga is also a form of meditation. Anywhere where you can truly channel your inside, your your inner self, and focus and gain this type of energy or knowledge or wisdom to do better is meditation through meditation. You know, um, fasting is meditation. Like they said, Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. He was meditating. You know, reading the words, meditating. It's so many forms of meditating. And when you people here, especially the Christians here, and I don't mean, mean to say that as an insult, but when they, the by the book Christians hear that, they think it's like the nam yo ho renge kyo. Like you, you meditating and praying to Buddha. Nah, it's not. I understand it's chance, but you got to understand that there's wisdom and knowledge in everything. There's the, the, the knowledge of not to do and there's the knowledge of what to do. There's the wisdom not to do and what to do. So I don't know if y'all ever heard that, but if y'all heard that from me, understand it's time stamp. So keep that in your book. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. So one more time, let me say that again. There's the wisdom to do and there's the wisdom not to do. There's the knowledge to do and there's the knowledge not to do. So there is knowledge and wisdom in everything. You just have to depict what it is. You have to do research. You have to understand if this is what this is powered by, what's its backstory, what's its backing. So that's the only problem where I have with the 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 Christian community is that they think everything is evil and I understand I understand but some stuff is not all evil you know and it's it, that's a conversation for a whole different podcast but you know just understand that like if you are looking to seek further information on something do your research before you start throwing this that and the third on and repping this that and the third because you can definitely be opening up to opening up yourself to some stuff that is unknown so that's all i encourage um we are coming up on time y'all but let me just leave y'all with a couple of gems um always protect your energy like i said i've said before and i'll say now to the ends of the earth to the death of me protect your energy can't nobody have your back like you have your back can't nobody cover you like you can cover you so understand that you know family can hurt you friends can hurt you your lover can hurt you and it's not it may not be intentional 
But you have to prepare yourself for any and everything. You know, and I know that's hard to do, but you have to attempt to build that type of stability and that protection for yourself. Like I said, I'll say that to the ends of the earth. Um, we got to make sure that we're focusing on ourselves because so much is going to pass us by. I, y'all, I can admit I have a, ah. I say a mild case of FOMO, not a um, extreme case of FOMO. And if you don't know what FOMO is, it's fear of missing out. Um, in a way, I have it. In a way, I don't. I can acknowledge when I do have it. And, you know, a lot of the times I don't have it. But, you know, a lot of us have it because, like I said, we live in a microwave generation to where where's the next turn up or where's this where's that and we looking for it quick so it's like it's suitable for the generation but we have to break that cycle and truly you know focus on ourselves and ask ourselves what do we need before we or what do we want before we you know um, provide that for somebody else because it don't make no sense to if y'all both, if y'all both are, um, if y'all both are thirsty, y'all dehydrated, and there's a bottle of water and there's enough for one person to drink, it doesn't make sense for you to allow that person to drink it, and they don't even attempt to go get help or find another source of water for you to drink. So that's why it's better to let me get myself together. Then I can lend, lend a helping hand. And I know it may sound fucked up, but that's just what it is. There's no de denying that. You know, you... it's, And I keep saying that, but especially in this generation. Niggas not worried about you. Niggas are worried about themselves. And rightfully so can't be mad at you yes i would love to see people pay it forward and teach other people how to fish but you know you can't expect that and that's from everybody i'm not talking about black people that's from everybody so understand that that's why i always say protect your energy you know um y'all y'all keep your heads high positivity is the way and i don't mean positivity unrealistically like, as far as, like, you know, something just happened that's tragic and, oh, keep your head up. No, you're allowed to grieve. You're allowed to cry. You're allowed to do things that people think that you're not allowed to do. Positivity is just knowing what the situation is, figuring out what you can add to it or if you can add anything to it and understanding that, this is the hand you're dealt and you're going to make the best of it. That's what positivity truly is. You know, so if y'all don't get nothing from me from, you know, when I close this out or whenever I do the podcast myself, I just want y'all to understand and take this with you. Protect your energy. I wish I that was like from me 
came straight from my mouth, the horse's mouth, but it wasn't. I got to pay homage to it. I heard it from spiritual soul, and I loved it so much that it stuck with me. But, y'all, I want y'all to have a great one. It's good to be here again. Y'all have a good night, and peace.